Welcome to episode 326. Have you tried time and time again to have all of the healthy person things happening in your life at once? Saunas, cold plunges, healthy food, exercise, yoga, all of the things. And you can juggle it for a few weeks, maybe even a month or two, and then out of nowhere, it just all goes out the window. If you've been there before, then great. You're the person I'm talking to because today's episode is all about me explaining exactly why dreaming big and changing your whole life inevitably leads to failure. And of course, I'll tell you what to do instead to make sure it ends up being a success. Let's dive in. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. Hey, what's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. And we are here today to talk about why you might not be able to handle being healthy or having a healthy diet, or going to the gym regularly, or taking your supplements regularly, or doing one or all of the healthy practices that you might need to do in order to be able to create the healthy body that you want to create within your skin, including your skin, in fact. (laughs) In 2024, though, it's my mission to coach 500 people to get control of their sugar cravings and sugar binges so they can stop yo-yo dieting, stop obsessing about food, and finally create a body that they feel confident being in. And the message that I want to share with you today on this episode has a a lot to do with this because it's about behavior change and why behavior change is one, uncomfortable, and two, why most people don't sustain behavior change. Why a lot of diets and a lot of wellness practices and, and a lot of supplement taking and a lot of medication taking is often unsustainable and many people can't keep doing it and, and it's easy to forget and it's easy not to do. And it's often got a lot to do with the psychology or the comfort zone that we are in before we change, okay? And I want to go a little bit deeper than just the comfort zone. So I want to talk about what the comfort zone is. So the comfort zone is a place where you feel safe, secure, and certain. So those three things are really important to remember. Comfort zone gives you safety, security, and certainty. And what that means is that because we are animals, humans are animals, and when we're out in the wild, We want to make sure at all times that we are safe, secure, and certain of our environment in order to be able to predict our own survival and be able to manage risks that are around us in case there's a threat to that survival. Now, once upon a time, the survival aspect of that safety, security, and certainty was always in question. And so we were, you know, we're settling down in different places. We were getting up and migrating. We were moving to the next place where we could find food. But often the safety, security, and certainty was provided by the, the clan, the, the tribe, the collective, by the, the solid group of humans that we were around. And so that certainty and predictability and safety came from the idea that I know what we as a group will do if our survival is threatened, which is why you know, we are pack animals and doing things on our own can result in terrible outcomes and threats to our survival. And, and, and for instance, maybe something like, walking home at night as a woman or even a man. You know, there's threats to your survival in that scenario or going off on your own into the bush or into the jungle. You might get lost, you know. There's a lot of safety, security and certainty that is absent when we are out on our own. And so what happens in the modern world when we are lacking those threats to our survival that may have once been a tiger or a lion or a bear or, you know, a snake 
out in the out in the wild and sure some of those things are still out there but most of us aren't in the wilderness hanging out with them is that we're in this world where we've got a lot of safety we've got a lot of security and we've got a lot of certainty so much so that we don't actually need to worry about very much at least most of us most of us listening to this podcast and so we actually end up applying this need for safety certainty and security to much smaller things that don't actually threaten our survival because the major survival threats are already taken care of. And so what happens is that we end up in what we call the comfort zone. And the comfort zone is this place where we might eat chocolate, we might drink wine every single night or have a couple of beers at the end of the day on the way home from work, or it might involve particular types of food for lunch. It might involve particular types of things, cereals and porridge and granola for breakfast. And it might involve snacks throughout the day, which may be chocolate or cakes or whatever it might be. The point here is that most people have developed their safety, security, and certainty on a diet and a lifestyle that involves unhealthy practices. And so this is what informs the challenge or inability to create permanent change, is that often with a fad diet or an extreme change, like you need to change everything today, and that can not just be diet, that can be a situation where you might have got a diagnosis and you need to change everything today. And somebody else might look at you and be like, I can't believe you're not doing all that you can to help yourself get better. It's because outside of this comfort zone that we've created, the life that you're in right now, you feel safe, secure, and certain. And sometimes when you change too many things, you step so far out of this comfort zone that you're in the discomfort zone and the unfamiliar territory where nothing feels safe, secure, and certain. And because these things are tied to your core survival as a human being, you basically cannot wait to slingshot yourself back into the old you. So you might transform for a day, for a week, for a month, and you might use willpower to really keep yourself out there and trying really, really hard to make this your new reality. But then at some point, you end up falling off the bandwagon. And knowing that you're going to fall off the bandwagon is easy to identify because when you're doing this work, you will feel this deep tension within you. You'll feel this tension about hold, trying to hold yourself in place, hold yourself with these new behaviors, hold yourself away from falling off the bandwagon to caving into the delicious food that you really want to put in your face or the, the I can't be bothered going to the gym you know, kind of scenario. And so you'll feel this tension within you. And if you've got too much of that tension, you'll be able to say at some point, this is going to fall apart. And so what that tells you is that you are too far outside of your comfort zone. Sure, there's a lot of personal development and there's a lot of people on YouTube and all of the platforms, you know, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, you know, whatever's next, that are telling you to get as far out of your comfort zone as you can and, you know, push yourself and push yourself and push yourself. But that message really doesn't work because otherwise we wouldn't have a world of fat, sick and dying people. The reality is that people are getting their survival needs met in the way that you are now. Otherwise, you would change. So what we need to do is we need to make small steps into discomfort because we don't want to be too far away from safety, security, and certainty. Think about it as a little kid or raising a little kid where you slowly let them walk further and further away with you. In the beginning, they're still in eye shot and that kid still knows like, oh, you know, mom and dad are back there or the people that I know that provide my safety, certainty, and security are not far away. And then they might get a little bit older and a little bit more confident and they work, walk a little further, they walk a little further. And if they walk too far and they can't see mum and dad anymore or anybody, they might start just, they might just sit down and cry, which means their survival instincts are out the window and now they're super susceptible to being eaten by a lion. And so in the modern world, the same thing happens, but we do it with food and we do it with health practices. Is we, we, go, we walk too far. 
we'd walk too far and we can't see our safety anymore. And so I, I know that you're thinking, but isn't the idea to create a new reality where we feel safe, secure, and certain? Yes. However, we have to create that one small step at a time with one foot still in our old safety, security, and certainty, and one foot in the new, which is a little bit vulnerable. It feels a little bit unsafe. It feels a little bit un- insecure and uncertain because it's new. It's different. We, feel lit- we literally feel physically different within our body. And so we have to do this with one foot in and one foot out because we can't be too far away from that sense of safety because without that familiarity, so much will have changed that we will just slingshot back. And that looks like giving up, quitting, abandoning it, you know, failing, you know, phrase it however you like. So I want you to understand that in order to be able to move forward with your health journey, you need to be able to slowly create and manufacture new safety, new security, new certainty in your new habits, in your new food, in your new diet, but you must do that progressively, one tweak a week, while still not being too far and identifying and connecting with the old you. Because you don't want to abandon the old you. The old you got you this far, and the old you actually thinks the old practices were really, really helpful. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been doing them, okay? Whether marketing programmed you into it, whether your parents programmed you into it, whether it was a response to trauma, whatever it is, it has served you up until that point. So we have to slowly let go and slowly break up with the old version of you by taking one small step at a time to create the new you. One tweak a week, one small step at a time so that we can manufacture a new place, a new place that you want to be, a new place that's safe, that's secure and certain. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, take a screenshot, share it into social media. And as always, thanks for being here. I'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode or learnt anything at all, the gift of your five-star rating would be incredibly helpful. And what's even more powerful is if you write a review. You can do it below each episode on Spotify every time an episode comes out. And inside Apple Podcast, simply find the main page of this show with all the episodes on it, scroll to the bottom, hit write a review, share your amazing feedback, and then hit send. It helps this show grow tremendously and allows me to successfully invite bigger and more famous guests each time we do the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us climb the charts, climb the algorithm and help more people. Oh, and by the way, I have a short disclaimer as well. I just wanted to quickly remind you that the information provided on this podcast is for general informational purposes only. While we strive to bring you accurate and up-to-date content, it's important to note that a lot of this is mixed with opinions, stories, and ideas not supported by mainstream science or medicine. Any advice or suggestions should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult a healthcare provider before making any decisions about the health and wellness of you and your family. Remember too that what works for one person may not work for another. And just as we promote on the show, each person is responsible for their own health decisions. Thank you for tuning in to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. And now, the next episode. Here it is.